Okay, picture me in my lecture room with Carrie Baker in the front. Okay, I can do this. Okay. Hey, everyone. Hello. Hello. We are here. I'm here again with Miss B is back on the pod. Back on the pod. As she should be. Lying on the (laughs) ground. Just finished a hard day of labor at the sailing center. And also today here is Miss Issa Lay. Hi. Hi. Issa, do you want to tell the people a bit about yourself? I was not prepared, but <laughs> I can tell people a bit about Issa. No, yeah, let's have that. let's yeah, have you will. tell you will. tell me what's what am I like, B? B's introduction of Issa. Issa goes to Smith College. Yes, I do. Very oh, lesbian. Has a very lesbian, lesbian girlfriend. Oh, Rebecca. Very love you. <laughs> she likes to do arts and crafts and crochets and has an earring this is like a minute, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Issa reads books. I do and read books. is smart. She and adds a witchy things. It's a witch. My it's coming family back now. actually has met Issa multiple times, but only refers to her as my witchy friend, even though they know her name. <laughs> she likes to wear pretty skirts. I'm wearing one right now. And can we goes take... by she, them, they, Yes. <laughs> the pod needs to hear about my Michael's oh. experience. Oh, my oh, word. This is oh, my <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so. This is a story time and a half. If you know anything about our high school experience, a lot of borrowing <laughs> um, came into play. Like yeah. Borrowing. That's borrowing. Like borrowing to me. Borrowing? Borrowing. That's a hard we word for Issa to say. We, okay, it's her for Yeah. That's we like how to say it. Anyways, so we were in our little era where we would just go to stores and, like, bring our little tote bags and put stuff in those tote bags. Because, you know, we're balling on a budget. Like, we don't get paid enough to pay for everything. Right. Anyways. Capitalism. It's capitalism. <laughs> Anywho, I'm over at the Barnes Noble, but the one in Brookfield, because I didn't feel like going to the one I work at, because so I didn't like, want to socialize. Very and I was just so like, valid. And so I'm over there, I buy a couple books, and then I was like, oh, I'm by Michael's, let's go to Michael's. And I'm going there, and I'm like, ooh, I want to make more earrings, I don't have enough, like, because, you know, I lose them all the time, because I'm terrible at keeping them in my pocket. Me too. And not everything. But I woke up this morning, and one of my doubles earrings was just magically out of my ear. My doubles closed. And I was like, what the fuck? Because I've had the same pair in for, like, three months. Weird. And I was like, did I just sleep really aggressive last night? Like, put that shit out? I was like, where did we go? I don't know where it is. I feel like they slowly wear out. Yeah, they do. Also, that's like, did Clara so. lose one in the shower? Yeah. She was, like, really pissed about that, I recall. She lost her nose piercing. Just like Kim K, her diamond. Dude, and then they found it actually 10 minutes minutes later. later. Like, Kendall went down with, like, a scuba mask. I was like, here's your earring. It was so I was so pissed when I watched that. (laughs) Because I'm currently, my keeping up with the Kardashians era. Dude, as we all are. So, B and I are watching these a few episodes ahead of me in season seven. But we just started season seven. I've been watching it like a podcast. Like, today, I, like, had it on. Like, background. I was, like, doing many other things. But then every so often, I pick up. Okay. Kim, okay, she got married, and then one singular episode, she was divorced, and nobody talked about it. Um, it was very confusing. It was, like, yeah, literally the gap, her wedding. Like, it was, like, Kim's fair the wedding part two, and then she was divorced. The gap between season six and seven was very vast. I was very, It was like, jarring. It takes a lot to adjust to, but in but, my Keeping Up With Kardashians era, what was the point behind no, that? No, can't Okay, I was that telling Chris Humphreys didn't story. want Mariah Carey at his wedding. Mariah Carey? Oh, yeah, yeah. so then, like... Mariah Carey. Chris was... Okay, so Kim did marry someone with the same name, same spelling. This is going to be confusing. So Chris, the mother, no, my um, was like, I okay, know. I got Mariah Carey, like, being, like, your wedding per band. Oh, and Kim was like, sounds great. And her 
fiance, Chris Humphreys, was like, I don't want Mariah Carey at my wedding. And then he listed somebody that, like, I literally never, never heard of and was bad. And then he won because he was throwing his hand All I want. I know. Okay, if you believe that. But my whole point was that when I watched that episode where she lost her diamond earring and then realized that Kendall found it, like, literally five minutes later in the episode, I was so fucking disappointed. (laughs) I was like, this whole meme, my whole life, all a lie. No, and then people are dying. They literally went to, like, a commercial and then they came back from the commercial and was like, Kendall was like, here's your earring. She'd be like, Kim, Kim, look, look, we found it. I was like, and Kendall was like, it's a huge diamond. Like, it didn't of course we're going to fucking find it. Out. Kendall or Kylie? It was, it was Kendall. Kendall that found it, but Kim that lost it. And then yeah. it was funny. When Courtney was like, people are dying. She was actually like holding her child. Like it was. No, yeah. <laughs> she was like, shut the fuck up, Kim. Iconic. But anyways, let's, uh, the people, where we are. Can we have a QQ with the Kardashians episode? Because I have so many thoughts. Oh, for sure. And like so many hot takes that we need to discuss. (laughs) Yeah, we can have a, we should have a, like I want a whole episode. episode. No, we need like one for each show. Okay, that's true. (laughs) I haven't done that. That's a different podcast about the Kardashians. You could do it. No, I just just want one episode because I have a lot of thoughts on the (laughs) podcast. Literally, I watched a Oh, no. The way Chloe was just like, all I've had done is a nose job. Nothing else. I'm like, girl, don't That bitch, literally, I was watching an episode, like, where we're at right now, she's probably like, what, 15, 14? And I watched an interview with, like, an Ellen interview from, like, this year on my Instagram, and she, her face structure is different. Like, I was like, bitch, your face is different. I had to unfollow them on Instagram. I have never followed them. Because I was just like, y'all are just not real. And I can't be seeing that. Like, (laughs) my mom did ask me. She was like, should you really be having all of your friends watch that? She's like, does that seem healthy? And I was like, (laughs) no. We watch it for the drama. But I was like, the we know it's fake. I was like, it's clearly not real. Everyone be known that. Also, they're not, like, that fit. Like, it's not like they're that skinny, really. Well, yeah, they're a little... Now they are. Now they are, but, like... Now they are, but, like, in this show, they, like, talk about how they eat whatever they want, and then, like, someone will make a stupid-ass comment about, like, you have to eat better, man, man, man. When they're talking about, like, Rob's like, yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, where was the trigger warning? Ayo, what are we talking about? (laughs) I was like, what's going on? Yeah. But anyways, to lighten the mood, um, we are currently having a little picnic. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. In Veterans Park, right by the lake, right by B's little work. Issa and I Which went is fancy as hell. Yeah, Which Issa and really I went his girl fancy. in there and it was it was quite a fantastic yeah, bathroom. One building is fancy and the rest of it is like a mess of things I have to fix. So if you hear any mansion, that's Issa eating goldfish. It's right now. all of us. Um, Can we give them a snack later? Ooh, fuck yeah. Okay. So we have, I brought two whole cucumbers, um, one and a half already gone. Well, I did eat the entire cucumber. Yeah, and I ate the other half, so we only have half left because we love cucumbers. They're so hydrating. They're so fucking good. It's a perfect amount of crunch to hydration. Mm -hmm. You always um, feel like good about yourself we, after eating. (laughs) You're so right. I feel like I'm healthy. Never give you some issues. So (laughs) true. And we also, water. we had peaches. We already ate all of them, though. They were really good. They, they were, were like, so were like good. They were perfectly ripe. Um, we have some snap peas. We have some goldfish. Um, B brought some cookies. What kind of cookies? Funeral, Funeral cookies. cookies. <laughs> they just taste like they would be served at a funeral. We no have Trader Joe's jalapeno and cilantro hummus, which Wait, is my ASMR. fucking favorite. 
Um, it's lime spindrift. spindrift. Then we have the tomato basil weathens, which are the best ones. No, why are tomato basil things good? Like the what are those chips? Really good. Sun chips? Yes, sun dried. Well, the garden salsa. Mm, yeah, sun chips. Oh. No, but caprese in general with like mozzarella. Ooh, oh, like tomato. Yeah, it's giving that energy. And then what kind of cute? Can you describe your mom's um, Okay, cucumber my mother pickles? calls them fridge cucumbers, but I, or fridge pickles, but I think they're more of like a seasoned cucumber. So she cuts them up and puts like a little bit of vinegar in them. And then this one has like dill and onion. And then the dill like, scared me. I thought it was a spider. No, they're like <laughs> a little pickly, but they're not like, they haven't been like cured or anything. So they're not full pickles. They're just like tangy cucumbers. Have you ever had pickled onions? They're really good. Yes, my mom yeah. makes them. The oh my God, pickled red onion ones. Can you tell her that your wishy friend wants one? Yeah. <laughs> my god let me tell you about my forage bowl i'm so sorry you can edit out my forage no bowl order, the people need to know <laughs> forage is the most scrum delicious establishment in oh, madison wow. on state to go to you can get the most it's it's expensive no cap but to I'm be honest it's the same as like a chipotle burrito bowl oh, you a dining hall <laughs> is not gonna give you Roasted vegetables no. that have flavor no. with the sauce. It's like just really delicious. You, oh my god, it's so good. So I like to get the power bowl, which is lentils. Oh, I always make my own. Uh, I am so indecisive. We know that I cannot handle a subway. So I like to yeah. choose and add what I want. <laughs> That's valid. It has like a quinoa, like grain moment. I don't know what it is, but it's delicious. And then it has roasted, like cubed sweet potatoes. Mm, so good. And then it has a big ass scoop of guacamole and then it has green goddess dressing oh my god it has <gasps> green goddess dressing from i don't know if trader, trader joe's, joe's or that shit is, is literally my favorite thing ever and then it also has like some other roasted vegetables in it. i don't remember what they are and then i always add pickled red onions and sometimes brussels sprouts but their brussels sprouts aren't cut in like small enough portions because like the rest of it you can like get the perfect bite but the brussels sprouts are too big but the pickled red onions are key to your power bowl Anyways, wow. that's my order. It's delicious. It sounds tasty. I just it's get really whatever good. sounds good that day because I love any combination of like quinoa and mixed greens with roasted vegetables and some See, kind of sauce. I'm I just like, too. whatever I feel today. And then I, but sometimes I'd be dooby double checking the prices because like avocado be $2 sometimes. And like, no, wait, is I always want, I, I, I'm a whore for roasted red peppers. Oh, and those I don't I'm like pretty cooked peppers. I like oh, them raw. I love them both, but roasted red peppers, oof. Well, my and problem like $2. is that I'm, like, very picky about textures. Yeah, so you are. If I, if, You're like, not wrong. they design them, so they're texturally good, but if they, like, give me the thing, if they're, like, I put it in my mouth and it doesn't want to be in my mouth, I will simply not eat it, and then I'll be, like, pissed that I paid money for something that, like, I'm not enjoying to its fullest, you know what <gasps> well, I mean? Okay, when I visited you that one time, I got this, like, peanut, like, soba noodle bowl, and it was so incredibly spicy, and I was eating it at, like, 10 a.m. while you were in class. Oh, yes. Literally, take half that for my And literally, worst experience ever, because I'm like, I just paid, like, $12 right, for this. you're, like, also pissed. Um, for I'm for also, like, day. hungry, but yeah, I couldn't finish it. I recall. That was, yeah, like, that sat in my fridge for at least three days before I got <laughs> Okay, so we are talking today about how we are just trying to exist, but unfortunately, we are females, and... Or fortunately. Or fortunately. But we are mm -hmm. talking about what it's like to exist as women, women, females, 
But first, we want to... Assigned female at birth. Yes, and also transgender women, too. Because they have to deal with all those stereotypes as well. I'm just disclaiming what we are. Yes. The three of us are that. Agreed. But just what it's like to exist in this day and age as a woman. Yes. Just a disclaimer. Gender is a social construct. Gender is literally... (laughs) So, if you identify as non-binary, if you are transgender, if you as if you identify as a woman, this everything we talk about can and will affect you. But even though it is a construct, just like race is a construct, it still is exactly. prevalent in our society. And the social norms and, that we're yeah. going to talk about have a lot to do with the stereotypical gender roles. Yeah. Which sucks. Even that, though I think we should abolish the gender amen. binary because it's but so it's fucking so dumb. stupid. It's so dumb. Um, it still is very prevalent in our society. You know, I saw a comedian who was just like, we're the only species on earth who's like differentiates between gender. Like, could you yeah. imagine if you're like in the ocean, it's like, huh, he got bit by a girl shark. Like, nobody no, does that shit. <laughs> I was, when I was doing research, actually, I was looking at the origin of the patriarchy. Right. And I was like, where did it start? When did it start? How did it start? And it was like, at first, human civilizations were all egalitarian. Like, mm-hmm. they, what everyone. Does egalitarian mean? They, like, everyone was <laughs> equal. Like, no one gave a shit. Oh, equal dairies. I don't know. I thought you were saying equal out this thesaurus. Equal I think equal would make sense. Anyways, they had equality and equity. Yeah. And then I was looking for where the roots of the patriarchy were and like the Marxist theory or whatever is that. I need to read the homilies this time. I'm so I keep claiming I've read it and I haven't read it. I've read the Marx notes. Why do you want to read it though? Because literally. I had a history teacher at Smith who was literally a communist. And I mm. we re- I referenced the communist manifesto so many times. I have Why? not read it. Because mm. I wanted an A in the class. Oh, I see. And I did get an A. Good for you. Get Thank that. You. Get that. It's and, not money. But it's, say it's, money, but it's academic money. validation. I, That's um, all I need. Okay. CPS. Quickly. We're not going to go far. Communism. Interesting topic. That I think we should do a podcast episode on. Because there are so many stereotypes about communism and so many thoughts about what socialism and all that jazz is. But so is it true. actually true? Because, like, is all of the stuff that claim, all the countries that claim to be communist and socialist actually communist or socialist? No, they aren't. They've never been truly communist, and that's why they haven't succeeded. Do you think it's possible to, like, No, with our capitalist society, it's actually impossible. We would have to do a complete reframing of our government system. Babe, not on this political polarization. Well, in the eyes. I'm just saying, like, hypothetically, if you could. There will always be people who want power. Communism is where there is nobody in power. It's just everybody wanting to benefit everybody in the most simplistic sense. And there will always be people who want power over people who want to be better than other people. Mm -hmm. Because unfortunately, some people are just wired that way. And I think like it's very hard to be given power and not want more power, right? Right. So... Anywho, Sorry. going back to the patriarchy. <laughs> the Marxist theory is that the patriarchy originated from when men were the people who were allowed to buy property. Mm. And so then that was, like, the first right that they had over women. But why were men only, like, 
I think it goes earlier. But yeah, then there I would kept re- I kept well, reading, and there was like a lot of theories that were like, well, other people think it started from way earlier. But like the true roots of the patriarchy aren't really well like known. Is well, what all I, I think the earliest history that's quote end quote document because we don't know how much it's been switched is like let's just say the Old Testament. Or, like, mm. of, like, yeah. the Jewish Bible, the Hebrew Bibles, to be specific. Because that is the most patriarchal start of it. Because, like, okay, the religion... Okay, I never read. The, <laughs> I have read the whole Bible. So, oh. <laughs> so, technically, looking... I'm not Christian. But looking not or looking into the Old Testament, the Hebrew God sense, the Hebrew God is always used with male pronouns, like he, him, all that kind of stuff. But technically, if you really look into it, that God is non-binary because it's a genderless form that doesn't take into a human body, that doesn't take human characteristics. It's a whole different thing. But it was always narrated with gendered as men, so that equals men are superior because it's the same gender. And, like, also, Jesus was a guy. Yeah. Oh, so that, that like, the whole thing of, like, men are closer to God because... Yeah, and also God. because with the yeah, creation story... Lot, that's where a lot of it's rooted from, because I feel like a lot of the people that still believe well, religion that men in general, are somehow yeah, superior to women because are have those a higher who are connection to God. extremely, like, Catholic well, and religious. So, what I learned when I was at my Christian school, which is, like, such not a sleigh. Such it's not a, a sleigh. <laughs> But we but, love so yeah. original. So in the creation, in the seven Hold days, on. what? Look at the stars. Oh my god, it's light. Where's the big dipper? I see it. Found it. Where? Right there. I found the little one. Slay. Anyways, oh, creation. Okay. Light yeah. pollution is fucked though. I know. I literally hate light pollution. So true. Do a whole episode on light pollution. Oh my god. How about there's not that much to talk about? Everyone hates light pollution. <laughs> <laughs> <Our podcast episode. laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, like. Um, how cities ha- are corrupting our environment. Oh, yeah. Mm. Isn't that the whole thing, though? Anyways, like, going back. <laughs> sorry. I'm creationism. Sorry, so, what the justification for why men are more superior to women is because Adam was created first. Even though creationism is just like a folklore. Really? Cre- yeah, and then the story is that Eve was made out of one of his oh, ribs. Oh, do you want me to give you the whole rundown? Oh, right. It's like a stupid... Right. So, I, Adam yeah, was born first. Adam was burnt, so he was formed out of mud or something, right? The whole world was created. And then God was like, mm, this is a folk. So I was taught that it was true history, that this is actually yeah. what happened. But in my religion class that I took in college, I learned that all of this stuff in the Old Testament is folklore and it's meant to teach a lesson. Yeah. Right, because there, what are those called? Parables? No, yeah. parables is, no, that's in the New Testament. Jesus would tell them to t- learn, oh, teach you a story. Yeah, that's a mind. different thing. Anyways, oh, so creation is concept. Creates the whole world. And then he's like, mm, I need people to take care of this world. He creates Adam. Adam's like, uh, God, I'm lonely. I need a helper. Which, mm-hmm. first of all, sexist as fuck that he refers to him as a help, her as a helper. Oh, so, so true. He makes Adam fall asleep in like a deep sleep. And then yeah. he's like, I'm going to take your rib. Don't even worry about it. And do you know what my professor said? Mm, what? That there was originally a bone in the penis and he took the penis out because rib oh. was a metaphor for like genitalia. Also, if you see feet. What was? A rib. Rib is, so genitalia, they never outright say genitalia in the Bible because, thank you King James. Anyways, so like feet, thigh, and like rib are all like. Metaphors? Metaphors for genitalia. Whoa. So it's like, if you lie at a person's feet, that means you had sex with them. 
What? Yeah. Out there washing everyone's feet. No, no, no. Dude, he was actually. No, no, no. He was. No, he technically was a virgin, but whatever. I don't. He was just a normal. No, dude. he was. He was a normal. Did you see that? No, I know, way. but in the New Testament, technically he's a virgin, but like we all know that's not true. Anyway, that's a little interesting thing. So if you ever see people be like, he, she slept at his feet overnight. They dude, had that sex. That doesn't make sense. Whoa. Well, they just didn't want to say genitalia. Anyways, not important. So he's falling asleep. He takes his rib out, and, rib out, and then God was like, I'm going to form you a helper, blah, blah, blah. And then, boom, Eve pops up, because he's God. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. And I thought so, God made people out of mud. No, he made Adam know. out of mud. He oh. he drew him and stuff. Little artiste. Anywho. So they're, like, frolicking around. No sin. Everything's great. They're vegetarians, because they don't believe in killing anybody. Death is not Amen. established yet until Cain and Abel happens. That's the first murder. Interesting. So they're vegetarians in the what Garden the of Eden. What about the though? We're getting there. So they're frolicking. And God, right when they created both of them, he was like, okay, y'all, there are two trees in the center of the garden. Dude, God was kind of dumb for this one. Oh, well, Dude, okay, here's the thing. Fuck. If God is really omnipotent and, no, omnip- like, that and just, all that shit, like, you know, like, why the fuck? Anyways. You know, that really shows to me that it's all, like, to teach a lesson. I can, I can give more history. So oh, well, Satan, Lucifer, is a, so there's a bunch of angels in heaven and they are all like, hmm, we want more power. They rebel on a Christian education. <laughs> they rebel against God. And God is like, fuck you, I'm God. I'm all powerful. And they send them to hell. And then Lucifer takes shape in the um in a serpent form. Right. But fun fact, oh, the serpent, so the serpent at the devil? time in the Garden of Eden had like arms and legs. He <gasps> walked around. Ew! And as punishment for that Lucifer lizard? doing all that shit. That's when he took around and he had to slither around the ground. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, so there's two trees. We didn't really focus the on creation of... much in my work. They didn't want my church didn't want us to ask to make questions. No, I know. No, okay, and so there's a tree of life and another tree. I can't remember what it's called. Anyways, the serpent who is a snake, but technically not a snake at this point, yeah. is like, "Yo, Eve, why would God?" He basically was just like, "Why would God put this here if you weren't supposed to eat it?" And then Eve was just like, well, you know, God said we could eat anything in the garden except for from these trees because we're supposed to obey his rules. And then he was just, like, manipulating her. And then she's like, okay, fine. I'll try the apple because, like, you say it's fine and you're God's creature, so I should listen to you. That whole thing. So she tries the fruit. We don't know what kind of fruit it is. Most people associate it with an apple. And then... She's just like, yo, Adam, this should taste good. You should try some gas (laughs) and this is the gas. And so then Adam... Takes a little bite, and then they're like, "Oh yeah. my God, we're naked!" Because at this point, they were no clothes, and so then they like so. They didn't know. They like didn't know they were. They naked. didn't know they were I naked. Remember. But then <laughs> after they bite from the fruit, they're like, "Oh my God, we're naked!" So they sew fig leaves yeah. together, and then God is walking around in the garden, even, even, and he's just like, "Adam and Eve, where are my people at? Like, where are you at?" And they're where hiding. My at? Yeah, and he, they're hiding in, like a little bush, and they're like, "We're over here," and he's like, "Why are you hiding from me?" Why are you, why do you have fig leaves on? Like, why are you, like, not naked? Like, how I created you. We felt self-conscious. Like, we Sorry, didn't want to be naked. Word. And they're like, who told you being And that's the start of society. Yeah, and, and then he was like, who told you that being naked was bad? And then they do the whole, like, well, we, we ate the fruit. And then he was so like, how God. dare you eat the fruit? And then Adam, being the bitch he is, is like, if he, he snitched his oh, ass. He was my. just like, well, Eve Fuck gave me the men. fruit. He was like, Abe gave me the fruit. That's the only reason I sinned against you. And then God was like, because you sinned for me, you can never be in the garden. And even again, where the vibes are really good, he kicked them out. And then she was like, Eve, as punishment for like tricking your husband into doing this, 
you childbearing will be incredibly painful. You will have no to give way. Yeah. And the men, because you listen to your wife and you should have used your own thoughts, blah, blah, blah. Be like, you shouldn't listen to your wife, which is all propaganda for men being better. Anyways. Jerky. Yeah. You will have to like work really hard in the field and like break your back. And you will have to be the hard worker of the family. Oh, my and word. And then they give birth. To God be- created stereotypes? Yeah, he did. Oh, my God. Yeah. Where it came from. And so then if they give birth, and then God will be like, don't worry, I'll send my son, <laughs> Jesus, as people say. And then so Whoa. then Cain and Abel are born. I don't remember who's born first. Cain. Cain, yeah. And they were like, shit, this is definitely not Jesus. He's sinful as fuck. And then later on, Cain slains Abel, first murder. That's the story of creation. Then, like, that goes Oh, and then this is, do you know what my Bible teacher taught me? That, so he was marked so people wouldn't kill him. Yeah. And he was just like, that's why black people exist. And I'm like, what? Now looking back, I'm like, that is racist as fuck. But apparently that's what my teacher told me. Holy shit. No, it is incredibly incorrect. And he was. Okay, I like went to Bible school. Middle Eastern. I went to Bible school when I was a little kid, but. I, all I remember learning about was Noah's Ark, and all I was there for was the juice and cookies afterwards. <laughs> I remember jack shit. Like, and we he didn't learn any of that. And my mind is shook to believe that, like, I mean, I hate to, like, associate God, I'm not conservatives with religion and, like, no, but all there that is a stuff, huge association between it, the two. That makes so much sense now. Right? I know. One of my coworkers, hope he's on the screen, um, <laughs> is comes from like a very jewish family but mm-hmm. also is like a very conservative individual like i don't know about his family but he's like <laughs> very republican mm. right and a little sexist and i never really encountered that particular combo because i guess like we don't really, I, don't know, I don't know we don't really have jewish people in old person at least not most that i know but everybody well, yeah, well, is like a very mm. liberal jewish person so i yeah. guess i'd kind of been like oh well all jewish people are liberal and i don't know well, yeah, it was interesting because my Bible class was women in the Hebrew Bible. So mm-hmm. I was, like, the only person. Like, I was it in wasn't it. Jewish? Most people in it was Jewish. Like, my professor was That's Jewish. So it gave yeah. a really interesting perspective yeah. to the Bible. And I was able to give a different perspective because, like, I grew up Christian. I took this class so I could have a different relationship with what I learned growing up. Yeah. So I wanted a more, like, scientific and okay. more, like, re- yeah. Because I only learned it through the theological right. standpoint. Yeah. Instead of like the research standpoint, so it was really interesting. Well, just conversations but... with my coworker have been interesting because like, I've I've never encountered that particular like combo. Yeah, interesting. Anyways, so a lot of people associate re- um, organized religion with the start of the patriarchy, but that honestly, so interesting. okay, we gotta watch it out comes... for the sheriff. Oh, that light is so bright. If he comes, tell me. I have a parking pass. I didn't put it on my car. Okay. Um, but honestly, religion stemmed from somewhere, and then that's when we get into, like, all the evolution shit that I don't know anything about, because I was creationist until I was 16. Yeah. So I don't really know much about evolution, but there comes a point, because, like, male and female bodies are built different, and male typically, because they have more testosterone, they are, they have different strength. Like, we carry strength in our legs, they carry strength in their upper body, Mm -hmm. and so that type of strength plays out differently in, um, how to survive, but a lot of people think the patriarchy are also stemmed after the agricultural, what's the word I'm looking Revolution. For? The agricultural revolution. I when they organized, because before it was just hunter, hunting and gathering. 
and everybody had to work together to survive. But once they had agriculture, that's well, when cities the started kids building had up. To always, the, the women had to always stay home. Take care of the kids. kids. Yeah. Because they were like, during that era, they were like constantly pregnant. Yeah, to procreate, to well, be not like, I need to well, keep... pre-agricultural re- revolution, not necessarily, because, um... Well, no, that's what I was saying. Like, they necessarily, they didn't have a lot of time to have sex. Also, the True. environment wasn't great, so the life expectancy for children was very, very young. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what I was saying during the agricultural revolution, like, high change. Yeah, but because they started living in cities. Now are mostly matriarchal, too. Like, still. Matriarchal? Yeah. Well, yeah, because women are more important Lioness. to the sustainability of life. That's why I fucking love lions, is because women do all the work, and that's, like, a big thing that, like, the women hunt in... Yeah. For as a lion pack, and the men sleep all fucking day. Well, if we look at in, men. if we look at indigenous um, tribes specifically in the United States, a lot of Make them were matriarchal because well, those to work. Amen. <laughs> Most of them were matriarchal because and they I couldn't. Their society couldn't survive without women, so they had them like stay at the tribe. Because y'all and can't survive gathering. without women. Because like you can't survive without hunting. the berries and the gathering and the agriculture. But hunting, like you could survive without. So like if a man died, it yeah. wouldn't change the path right. of the tribe. But if a woman died, that would be have significant. Right. <laughs> it would be significantly worth for it. But like you should not listen to me for indigenous culture. But you we're should listen to somebody who's saying how, just saying what how we know. long the patriarchy has right. gone back. I'm just saying what I know. And so, yeah. And how deeply rooted it is in innately some part of everyone's culture, even if you don't, if you, even if, even if you aren't religious, it's there in well, some other way. We're, we live in the United States and religion plays so hard into our culture without you even knowing. Without, without even having because even though we should a national religion or language or anything like hashtag that hashtag establishment clause we shouldn't have a national religion amen hashtag even though we should hashtag have freedom, separation between church and state hashtag freedom of religion but also hashtag freedom from religion yep like your religion I, yeah, I should not wonder if us. like the United States had like an official religion like if that would like kind of decrease the like I I wonder if that would even decrease the amount of impact religion had on politics because people felt like maybe they were like because white christian people felt like they were being like recognized like if they would kind of shut up about it Mm. probably not but i think about that fun fact going back to my christianhood when you were talking if you ever have to talk with a christian they love the idea of people hating them and like wanting them to like go away and like it's like the greatest honor to be a martyr when you're a Christian. If you die for your religion, like that's the greatest honor. So if you're ever like debating with a Christian and they're like, and you're being like, you're wrong. That's like their dream. They want to debate with you. They want to convert you to Christianity. They yeah. want, they literally want to be hate crimes. So they can prove how Christian they are. Just letting you know. That's what I was taught. Well, it seems like kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> All right. So back Anyways, to feminism. Back to we. we I guess the roots of the patriarchy, and now we like. What's the next topic? Let's imagine ourselves in like the 1800s in the United States, where okay, I would slay. I'd be dead, but I'd slay. Because you have no rights. Because Dude, that I'm is so when good the at patri- embroidery and crochet. Tell me, I wouldn't like get the best as husband <laughs> yeah. i would get the okay. man bro. but that was 
really when I feel like the patriarchy was at its roots and at its strongest was well, do you when know why? before the ratification of the 19th Amendment and yeah. when well, men had okay. all the fucking rights. The ratification of the 19th Amendment only gave white women also, rights. Also, also true. true. Like, also true. not until, like, 1964 did, like, yes. black women deserve. So we always have to take into consideration that a lot of the history of feminism just looks into when white women got rights, we have to take into account Amen. other cultures in the United so States. Correct, Okay, so I did a little bit of research. Oh my god, I'm so excited to hear it. It's really just the basic stuff of a little brief history of like women's Is there a Seneca Falls convention in there? No, it's not. It's okay. much more briefer than that. Okay. <laughs> So, for first off, I just have the first women's suffrage movement really started in the nine in the eighteen seventies, and which eventually, uh, fifty years later, <laughs> led to the ratification of Nineteenth Amendment in nineteen twenty, when women were allowed to vote. White women. White women were allowed to vote. And then next, I was listening to the Binge Topia episode this morning. And then, yeah, yeah we oh, love them. Well, I only listened to the chatty part. I never yes, got to the content. We listened. I, it was a birth control episode. And the next big thing that I have on here after. Chris the... won't be Connecticut? No. Briefer. It's a briefer. <laughs> briefer? Okay. Very briefer. She's going to play 60 years. Come down. Yeah, come on. <laughs> after, after the ratification of the 19th Amendment is. That it wasn't until 1960 that the FDA approved birth con- the birth control pill. Can I talk about Griswold v. Connecticut? Because it's super important. Yeah. Okay, Griswold v. Connecticut, super cool court case. It's the first court case that the SCOTUS used to um, look at privacy as a right in the um, Constitution, mm-hmm. which is really important because Roe v. Wade was just overturned. Yes. Um, That's so true. Fuck SCOTUS. Fuck literally. SCOTUS. Anyway, so it has a lot of standings that are built on it, which a lot of it has been overturned now that I think about it, because, like, Planned Parenthood would be Casey. Yeah, anyways. So it looks into the first, third, fourth, ninth, and fourteenth amendment, and it says that, like, even though it's not explicitly written, the right to privacy is in here. And so that's why they said that they could um, talk about Griswold v. Connecticut, which gave you the right to use birth control. Amen. If you were married and had the husband and had three kids. Okay. But it still gave you that right to tie it. Even though it's very, like, niche, it's still set up for so many important case precedents. Loving v. Virginia, Obergefell v. Hodges, um, the oh, Texas Lord court case about sodomy, yeah. um, Roe v. Wade, which is not overturned. Um, but, so, because they overturned Roe v. Wade, they could possibly overturn Griswold v. Connecticut. Connecticut. But it all depends on what Congress does. Anyways, that's just a little court SCOTUS history. Oh, yeah. Miss Unit 5 and Apsy. Yes, ma'am. The only reason why I can never be a political science major is because I only like the court cases that are funny, like, not important. Like, I'll only mm. remember the All hits for Jesus. Like, I'm, I love I that, court that court case. I love that court case. That court case is so funny. I like the guy, like, actually stole something, like, fully committed a robbery, and then while he was in jail, like, made them buy him law textbooks and, like, became a lawyer and some, in jail and somehow won his court case. <laughs> <laughs> He's no, like, there are that s- bitch. There are so many funny court cases, especially Mm -hmm. with the First Amendment, which are always such a slay. We did so many of those in, like, law and society about Mm -hmm. schools and stuff, and, like, I will never forget Bong Hits for Jesus. I I can't remember if they won that case. I can't remember if they won that case. Anyway, not important. Not important. Tell me about the Anyways, the biggest thing that I took away when I was looking at this website that had, like, a timeline is how fucking late everything was. Like, 
my dad was born in 1968 and that was only when like half this shit had been done and it's just like really alarming to realize that like we were really born when like women's rights were at its peak and now we're living and now we're through, going, like, back going through a decline. So dad's 54? He's uh, gonna turn 54. Okay. 54 doesn't do that old, but 1950 seems really old. My mom Agreed. was born in 69. My dad is 68, my mom's 72. Mom, oh my god, I thought you were thinking mom's 72 years old. <laughs> no, <laughs> <She> looks, <babe>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so then the next thing I had was just the Equal Pay Act, which which was passed in 1963, but we still know that women aren't paid the same as men. Fun fact. And it's even worse for women of color. Oh, significantly worse. Significantly worse. So I read a study for school about how women, like, women are being perceived as being, like, wanting less career, like, achievements, like, not wanting promotions. Mm -hmm. And they did a whole study on if, like, giving women flexible work options. So, like, you can... Instead of working like a nine to five, you could work like a seven to three, or you could work like later and do like a ten to six or something. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, or even having like work from home options and stuff, and like more paid time off. Like, and they were like that, like completely evened it out because before it was like it was shocking. It's like men were like all the way up there, like everybody being like career super important to me, and women were super low. And then they did it, and, like, women, right, which is, like, obvious, like, duh. Yeah. Well, a big impact of that is childcare responsibilities. So if you do have a family, you're always, like, seen as you don't want as much career. But it is innately that the childcare responsibilities go on the women. Yeah. It is so much time and effort to raise a goddamn person. One really cool thing that people could do is in their business, they have childcare there. So, like, during your lunch break, you can go visit your kid. Or like I think things like that have government so funded, like they give you stipends to go to childcare, having part of your insurance, all that does. But there's so many ways to work around it that would make it so significantly easier, and it won't even take that much budget. Next, 1964. Naturally, we all know about the Civil Rights Act, mm-hmm. which a lot of people know it as race, which what I feel is the biggest part of that mm-hmm. bill. But it also included discrimination on the base of sex so but not enough we still need the era just because we have that amen. people amen. shouldn't think we shouldn't have the equal rights amendment and you can still have it happen i know it they give it a seven-year period but it's still possible to pass if we restart just letting you know just letting you know i'm going to vote and do that also fuck phyllis schlafly fuck you she's the reason it didn't get passed because of illinois she campaigned in illinois and that's that was the last date they needed to pass it so fuck Phyllis Schlafly. Yeah. Really Amen. cool Hulu docu- um, docu-series about her. Fuck her. Anyways, continue. Anyways, then mm, we have, in, not, I believe it's 1972, the education, big education amendments that were all passed. Mm, we right, have Title right. Nine that is discrimination against on the basis of sex within schools and education. Title mm-hmm. Nine is so interesting. Also sexual... Okay, but yes. if you get discriminated against or if you get raped or sexually harassed, sexually assaulted, don't go to your school. Go to the... Um, well, go. I hate the police, but don't go to your school cab, but... because you potentially could get picked up. Just letting you know. Sorry. Even though it does protect you, your school is not there to protect you. And then the next one's a bit fucking controversy because, um, as we know, it just got overturned. I have Roe v. Wade, um, <laughs> which is the women's right 
to an abortion under our right to privacy, which now has been overturned, which is leaving it up to the states, which means that the three of us now currently live in a state where abortion is illegal. Well, I actually didn't know that. I never looked at it. So, fun fact, Tony Ever said he would pardon any doctor that performed an abortion. Okay. That's different. It's horrible because our state legislature is extremely Republican. Because we we are gerrymandered. Gerrymandering. Also, if you live in Northampton, but go to college out of state, you should register to vote in Wisconsin. That's what I do. Mail in ballot. Even if you go to Madison, you should register to vote in Wauwatosa because you're Milwaukee vote matters more than your Madison vote. Madison is the most liberal place possible in the world. So just like keep you've never been to Northampton, then. Well, that's not the same as the four one four. So anyways, so along with this, I did look up a bit about the waves of feminism and. We kind of skipped through the first two in history, but right now is when... Oh, actually, no, we're kind of in the second one, um, which is, I wrote down, out of our housewife era, and into, let's do women things, let's have women be equal to men in, like, essence of the political scene. Mm -hmm. So up next, I had that the first Supreme Court justice that was a female. O'Connor! O'Connor, yes. Was nominated to the Supreme Court. And then I have... Oh, in 1994, Clinton signed the Violence Against Women Act. A slay. Clinton. Oh, no, no, no. Interesting. Anyways, continue. Yeah, character. Um, I haven't read that act, so I have no idea what's in it. And then in 2007 was when Nancy Pelosi was the first Speaker of the House as a woman. <gasps> Did you see Nancy Pelosi in her swimsuit? No. Apparently she got, like, knockers. Yeah. Why is that so Wait, that's low-key sexist that I brought that up. Yeah, it is. Oh, sorry. Why? Um, anyways, like, why that was just a meme I saw recently. Can the woman go Nancy to the Pelosi. Okay, here's another thing. If we want to talk about this. But the fact that Nancy Pelosi has to get Botox just so she can stay relevant, but, like, old geriatric as fuck men. Mitch <coughs> McConnell literally looks like a slug. Office. He looks like a slug. Literally a turtle out of shell. It doesn't have to do anything. But Nancy Pelosi will be doing I mean, even though should. she, Even though she is very old, and men. I think we need a younger generation in government, um, she has to do plastic surgery because otherwise people won't take her word as seriously, which is very sexist. It's fucking disgusting. Anyways, continue. Amen. Oh my god. Did you know Nancy Pelosi fucked my president at my... Your college? At my college. They fucked. Dude, how the fuck do you know that? Because Nancy Pelosi spoke at my college, and they were she was seen walking with my president, and it's a rumor that they fucked. Okay, well, seeing someone walking together, she was They fucked. They're lesbians, and they fucked. They were on the Smith campus vibe. Yeah, I remember that. 
shit's literally embarrassing i mean why would you sell your body to the government but also if i were to sell my body Amen, to the government like, if I, I would want equal to, rights in it. I? yeah <laughs> exactly and then the last point i had which is bringing up pretty much current news which is kind of going into the fourth wave of feminism, which kind of started in 2012. Are we in the fifth wave? Yeah. We're in the fifth wave. Yeah. Which is more inclusive, like anti-turf. What's that? Uh, Trans-exclusive radical radical feminism. Oh, sorry. Oh, I thought... So, J.K. <laughs> Rowling. <laughs> okay, yeah, but what I had on the fourth no. wave of feminism but anyways, is just... it's more inclusive to, like, non-binary, non-AFAB women. Yeah, it's just empowerment and movement, empowerment of women in abolishing gender norms, so that kind of goes with the fifth wave, obviously, then. I was reading about just more women in politics. Like, obviously, we had the first women oh, to be in the running for president with... Hillary Clinton. I know, but why did it have to be Hillary? Okay, it's so like, it's still. And now, it's with our first woman vice been. president being Kamala Harris, and just. Also, where the fuck is she? No, so okay, true. Why haven't I heard about her? You're not She's wrong. not doing anything. But, but also, do vice presidents have it's to a big Let's deal. look at the positive, y'all. Yes. <laughs> First She's a woman as a vice president. Don't you? But what does a vice president even do? They actually have, like, no, no power. Like, I don't think they do <laughs> It depends on how much the president delegates to them. Right. So it depends. But I feel like Joe Biden's also, giving her Biden enough, doing? Like, giving her a lot. Okay, babe. That's not the point right now. <laughs> not that I need him to do more. No, the way like, I saw a recent interview of her where she'd be like, yeah, I've smoked some weed. But when she was, like, attorney general, she put so many people in. Okay, well, so yeah, many people trust no politicians. Okay, but I feel like we've shat talk a lot about how hard being a woman is. But one we last, talk about our we'll talk about experience. our positives, but, like, for one I second. I have a positive. I just have to shout out um, the last, I'm the, and the biggest con, so good right now. which is the fact that women have to have fucking periods. And Dude, I've been skipping that recently, and I just had one. And all that. <laughs> I was like, I've never done that ever again. So just never forget that. But then you don't yeah. have to remember to do something every single fucking day. Yeah. Like y'all really don't know what the fuck it's like. At the same time every day too. Like that's asking. Okay, if you imagine if men had periods, they would be able to get time off every time they got Oh, it would be like birth control be fucking free. Right. Anyways, B, what's your positive about being a woman? Um positive about being a woman is whenever my job, love you sailing center. Um, makes me go fill up our gas tanks on the motorboats. They now have some, like, the man, now they're much younger, so it works even better, will come over and fill up my gas tanks for me, and then put them back, lift them back into the boat for me, which I think is making the patriarchy work for you, because whenever <laughs> I've had to do it myself, like, for example, when they had a woman working there one day, or, like, an old, old man, um, not, like, a nice 19-year-old boy, uh, I got gas literally all over myself, mm. and it was quite annoying, and was also really hard to lift gas tanks into a boat. So, that's my positive. Shout out to you men who work at the gas station at uh-huh. McKinley Marina. Shout out to you. Continue filling my gas for me. It's a lot of work, please. So true. Mm. Issa? I think being a woman is very interesting, because you, I personally, I hate men, so that's why I went to a historically women's college. Amen. Um, Amen. So, I feel like I can always have a bond no matter what with other female-identifying people. That'd be so bad. Go piss, girl. Continue talking. Um, don't look at me. I'm gonna run behind. And I think that's something girl, as... don't run behind. The bathroom right there is open. No, it's closed. No, it's not. You went there earlier. 
I really don't think she should pee. This is like a very public park. Well, there's nobody here. But it's still like not like a tree park. Like, there's one tree. <laughs> She's just going behind the pee. Anyways, I I just I think it's because we all have something in common. No matter what, even That's if we true. have some completely political backgrounds, I can always bond in some aspect. Yeah. Which I find fascinating. No, I do think it's interesting. I think the idea of womanhood is fascinating. Yeah. And the fact that I can partake in that is really cool. I love that. Yeah. Anyways, what, what's your favorite part? Also, I love being gay. I love being she a said, girl. I love women. I love being a woman loving women, even though I'm like, am I a woman? The world may never know. She they we might know. But anyways, I, I love being a woman. Oh my god, I, love- I find it hard because I personally as going by she or her pronouns and I identifying as a woman, like I like being able to like sometimes dress up and be really feminine, like today, like curl my hair, wear a dress. But half the time, like to also I put this on at 6 p.m like but up until like 5 p.m i was wearing what i wore to bed last night when i went to <laughs> nanny the kids like duality the duality <laughs> like like my summer aesthetic half the time is dressing like a little boy but like i love the occasional like get dressed up and like no i was so i excited. just hate the ass it gives like, you gender like it affirms your gender when you dress up like this yeah i know it but, affirms but i like to wear it Yeah, and it makes me feel pretty. But I also hate that I'm sure the reason that that makes me feel pretty is because it all comes from gender norms and gender stereotypes. Like, every time that I put on mascara because I feel like I, it makes me look better. I'm like, okay, well, it makes me look better because I think, well, like when I tell myself, yeah. she's like, oh, because I think that makes me look prettier. But I'm like, okay, it's because I think that long eyelashes make a woman prettier because well, that's because a gender stereotype. Every man I have forced. ever met, not every, like, not everybody, obviously, but every man, most men I have met have long fucking eyelashes. No, and it it's not cool. fucking fair. Like, why are they so goddamn long? Something Amen, you're I will so right. say about this point. One, I think part of it is, like, a time thing. Like, I feel like when I take the time to, like, spend two seconds putting mascara on in the morning, I'm like, okay. Like, I did something oh, that, like, like taking put care myself of together. And then mm. now, I, like, sometimes I feel, like, really discombobulated in the morning. And it's hard to, like, I don't know, get myself, like, in the right headspace to, like, go on with my day. And I think sometimes, like, putting on makeup, like, even a little bit can do that for me. Where it's well, like, I don't. Yeah. Okay, now I'm ready. But a counterpoint to that. So why the fuck does every man get to go to a bar in Wisconsin wearing a flannel fucking shirt? Amen. And I have to wear, like, some itty-bitty shirt in, like, the middle of winter. It's negative 30. Like, why can't I wear long sleeves? I never lied about that. That's the worst part. So I truly will be interested like, a man every bar this year because but yeah and i truly just don't understand male as a species like i have so many questions that i don't understand i, I get- love being a girly and i love being friends with my girlies and i love having the ability to choose when i want to be girly versus when i don't want to be and it's truly just disgusting that we're still stuck in this society that is patriarchal i think like choosing when to be girly is such a like interesting thing because that's like something that men don't get to do you know what i mean like as a girl if you can wear they don't get to choose when they can be more masculine and also like cute girly clothes not to use those words but like you know what i I mean yeah like 
But like men, like if they dress like more feminine, it's like oh, like it's an automatic assumption. You know what I mean? Can I? The way I get so much gender envy when a man dresses feminine. I wish when I dress feminine, it would be in the masculine dressing dressing feminine. Because like me being, okay, that's why I use she they pronouns. Because like sometimes. I hate men with a brain passion, but sometimes yeah. they do be giving me gender envy. And I'll be like looking at them and I'll be like, shit. I'm like, I wish I had like big muscles and I was like yeah. skinty and I could wear a skirt, but it'd be a mask wearing a skirt. Yeah. Not because like when I wear a skirt, it's like ge- like female gender affirming. Not yeah. but I hate the fact that I have to wear mask clothes to be more like gender neutral or gen- like non-binary. Yeah, because I like wish that I more. Yeah, I wish yeah. I could wear feminine clothes but still but wear the feminine clothes in a non-binary way, not a woman wearing feminine clothes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is really chaotic, but just a thought. That's why I you see they pronouns. Box, so. Yeah. <laughs> I've taught, I have had countless conversations about this with Lou. It's always yeah. very interesting. I believe it, I think yeah. yeah. Gender clothing Lou, we love you. very interesting because, like, why do you look gender? Why? Well, exactly. That's just, it goes on to prove how deeply rooted it is in... Men- Men wore heels. Culture. Men wore heels first. And like, and, amen. And, and wigs and makeup. Like that was yeah. all men. Yes. Like yeah. the founding fathers, they were in they drag. Were. Girl. <laughs> like the founding fathers were in drag. They literally were. Dude, that show. Why do they always look better than me? Like constantly. No, like they're always getting fetch, and I'm always just like not there. Additionally, some of them are so concerningly skinny, and I get oh. it. Please eat something. No, no, no. Yeah. ED's run hard in RuPaul's Drag Race, which like, is very... Three meals a day. I'll text you if you want me to. Trust me, she will text I'll me. I'll text you people I text three times a day. She do be doing that. No cap. Did you eat well, lunch? My, That's going, not a lunch. How about we have something additional? Me going back I to RuPaul. The thing I hate about RuPaul himself, themselves, oh, he, herself... It, I and like either there was a I did read an interview. Interesting. Anyways, whatever you want to call. They it. always vote out people who do a mask drag. No, that's like, true. Like milk. If I recall, who is the one that, did like, something left? very like mask like that was Adore Delano. Yeah. Mm. But she did very like she just dressed it. a little bit more like how in, like oh a like a normal person. Yeah, it wasn't very campy. Oh, I feel mm. like. But whenever a drag queen does anything more mass, like wears a mustache, no, wears boy right. hair, they get voted, like, they get kicked, like, they're right. off. Like, this is what doing. Yeah, and it really, like, restricts drag and to, like, you have to, it, like, makes it a binary. Like, you have to do yeah. it this way. Yeah, when there really are so many different ways you can do it. Anyways, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. No, but it just, like, really bothers me no, because I think when they do, like, mask drag, it's so interesting. Also, yeah. like, why are there no drag kings? Amen. Why is it all drag queens? Anyways. 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 Do you have anything else to add? RuPaul's Drag Race is still an amazing show. Oh, we I love it. We still like it. We still watch it. I love the because drama and how it cuts off after, of reality. like, five minutes. That's no, like, the effects of reality TV. Plot line. There, it's I never a plot. It. Like, I hate reality TV shows when they're talking about the Disney. I'm so excited for when they, like, whenever they have to do Lip Sync for Your Life. Oh, there's gonna be, it's the best like, part. It's going to get to the point where they have no songs to sing. Because it's, like, what, 14 doing, seasons? Like, I hope they start doing, like, Megan Thee Stallion. Like, wow. <laughs> RuPaul's too old. And that. Doja. RuPaul, oh, too so. old. Okay. Well, anyways. This, these have been our takes about existing Very while big. being a female. 
very random stuff too. Lots <laughs> of discussions. Moral of the story is we all love being female in certain ways mm-hmm. if we lived not in this society. Also, if I didn't have to have a period, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I just want to shout out all the people really quick that text me when they listen to the podcast if I mention them or tell me their thoughts or it's like Oh, speaking of I love y'all. If you have listened to the podcast, don't believe Jessica. I'm a great driver. Issa is a good driver. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sorry. I, we both we are here safe. We got here safe. Um, amazing driver. He's an amazing driver. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. We love you very See much. You next Come back time. for the next episode. Come back for another episode. We'll see who the guest star is then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to listen to this. I hate the sound of my voice. I don't listen to the ones that I'm in. Okay. Okay. Well.